A very serious podcast for very serious people. <laughs> That's what we are, Fishby. Fishby murdering the base and politics. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Cock-a-doodle-doo. Good morning, ladies. I could keep it going, but I'll stop. Fishby, who told you that Miami was expected 50,000 people? Because it seemed like there were less than 50,000 people. This is a fact. It's Trump's 77th birthday. Ow! That means 77 golden candles. And he's definitely not wishing that his close personal friend Jeffrey Epstein was still alive because that dude knew how to party. He's definitely not wishing that. That I, that I can promise you. No way, Jose. Back to what happened in Miami. Although the thought of Trump's 77 golden candles are distracting. Trump is taking such good care of his co-defendant. His guy in this whole thing is alleged co-conspirator, excuse me, uh, Walt Nada. The, the poor Walt went to, went to court too. And poor Walt couldn't even enter a plea because the attorney didn't have one. It, Trump's taking care of his entire defense. He didn't even have an attorney. You got to be asking yourself some tough questions if you're Walt Nada. World's worst boss. Learn it now or learn it later. And on the way out of the party in downtown Miami at the courthouse, then Trump, he... Uh, couldn't just go straight to the airport. No, he had to swing by uh, this uh, cute little family restaurant that's famous in Little Havana uh, on his way out for high fives and prayers and most importantly, sympathy and empathy. See, because the Cubans in Miami, they get political persecution and that's what's going on with Trump. So the high fives and the prayers were fantastic, but not as fantastic as the sympathy and empathy because they get the victim that Donald J. Trump is. And then it was off to Bedminster, New Jersey to raise some big bucks and bust out some new phrases, including crooked Joe Biden, deranged Jack Smith. I've heard that one before. Called Jack Smith a thug. We've heard that before. Raging lunatic. Heard that before. Department of Injustice. Heard that before. A Trump hater with a terrible wife. Says that about everybody. He also promised a, uh, a special prosecutor for the entire Biden crime family. And then this may backfire, and it didn't last long, but it did happen. When Trump starts mentioning this, the big donor, big money crowd at his country club in Bedminster, New Jersey, started chanting, lock him up. It didn't last long, but it was there, and we'll see if that becomes a theme at the uh, at future Trump campaign endeavors. He also said something very scary. Uh, he also said that uh, that Trump he is the only one that can save this nation. 
And of course, anytime he uses language like that, it just uh, make, ma makes bad parts of me tingle, if you know what I mean. And lost in this whole Trump mess today, talk about an amazing town hall. Chris Christie and Anderson Cooper on CNN. Can we talk about it? Well, we're going to talk about it for just a second anyway. It was, you know, I'm a Chris Christie guy. I like, even as a Democrat, Amy Klobuchar, ruthless pragmatist. That's where I'm at. Barack Obama, Democrat. But I do like Chris Christie. I don't think he's got a shot in hell of making it through the Republican primary. But the more town halls Chris Christie does... The more debates there are, the longer this campaign goes on. I think the better it is for Chris Christie. He's the most naturally gifted politician other than Trump in the field. Tim Scott is great. Nikki Haley does a good job. But Chris Christie is a, a different political animal. And between me and you, uh, just kind of forecasting and spitballing these things, but in the unlikely event that it really was Chris Christie versus Biden, after a long campaign, I think Chris Christie would win every single swing state. Now, keep in mind, I only think Biden, the only person Biden can beat is Trump. If it's anyone but Trump or DeSantis, likely, Biden is in trouble. If it's Christie, Biden is in trouble because he'd likely win every swing state and put a couple shocking West Coast and you know, like at least one New England state in play that shouldn't be in play. Be very interesting. He's probably the only one that could do so, Chris Christie. So if the Republicans were really serious about winning, but of course they're just not that into that. They're... They want to stand by their man. They like the guy that's capable of making Texas a swing state in 24. They like that guy. Not the guy that would win every single swing state. I do kind of have a, a weird sensation in Fishbeak. Get ready to get ready to kick over your questions. But I have a strange feeling. At the end of the day, the Republican nominee is going to be Tim Scott. But we'll see. All right, Fishby, kick him over. There's just such a long time in between now and when it happens. I mean, how many court dates will Trump have in between now and Election Day? Thank you, Fishby. Yo, it's me, Fishby. And how come you never talk about New York City's feral cat dilemma? And as a huge Doug Burgum fan, can I vote in the Republican primary if I'm a Democrat? And do you think the Hunter Biden investigation is almost wrapped up? Thank you, Fishby. How come I never talk about New York City's feral cat dilemma? 
Now there's a lot of people in New York City. That's breaking news. You heard it here first. Large city populations. That's my beat. Not exact numbers, but I can tell you if they're big or not. New York City's big. But they have an estimated 500,000 feral cats. They got feral cats like Trump's got... But they also, you would think with that many feral cats, the feral cats would help control the rats, but there's over 2 million rats. Imagine how many rats there would be if there were less feral cats. But that's a lot of clans of feral cats to get to 500,000, regardless of the rats. And as a huge Doug Burgum fan, fish me, you sly dog. Give me a second, let me Google Doug Burgum. Oh yes, the governor of North Dakota who's running for president. I thought the governor of South Dakota, Christy Nome, wasn't she the, the Dakota that was supposed to run for president? What is this Doug Burgum doing? I'm not sure there's any oxygen left in the room for any candidate other than Trump at the moment. And even if there was, I'm not sure that Doug Burgum has what it takes to get across the finish line. Yeah. But let's talk about this seriously for a second. Since there is no Democratic primary... And say there is, like, someone on the Republican side that that you actually really like, would maybe even vote for, right, if you're you're a Democrat. I mean, 70% of the population don't want to see Biden and Trump do it. If you're willing to go through the hassle of, of, of signing up to vote in the Republican primary, and really you just reach out to the, the, the candidates, the uh, campaign that you would like to vote for, and they'll be happy to help you with that paperwork. But if you were to do that, you'd certainly increase the likelihood of sanity in the Republican primary. I mean, you can still vote how you like in the general. Like, say you really like Doug Burgum, but if Doug Burgum doesn't get the nomination, you're going to protest vote Lily Rose Depp. I get it. But if you really like one of the candidates, go for it. And I've said it before, I'll likely say it again. The primary system is broken. Really, really broken. And lastly, do I think the Hunter Biden investigation is almost wrapped up? I think they're going to throw the book at Hunter Biden, but apparently this investigation started in 2018. They're still right getting close to maybe pondering scheduling a meeting about what year they think the finishing touches might happen. It would be strange if Hunter and 
Donald ended up in the same facility. Maybe Joe should pardon them both. And thank you, Fishby. And thank you to you for hanging out, because I love you. I, I do. I know I sound weird. I, I'm still doing my, my very, very best with a bunch of doctor's appointments and stuff this week, but we're hanging in there. We're not only surviving, I'm told we're thriving, and Fishby is murdering politics. That's what he's doing. He's murdering politics. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Uh, don't worry, your mom's not going to listen. Everything's going to be fine. Your secret's safe with us. Your mom will never catch you. Listen to this political podcast. So. All right. In all seriousness, I love you so much. Have the best day ever. Uh, until manana, say adios, Fishby. <laughs>